Chapter 12 of The Slavery of Our Times. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by A.J. Mashinsky. The Slavery of Our Times by Leo Tolstoy. Translated by Almer Maud. Chapter 12 The Essence of Legislation is Organized Violence. What is legislation? and what enables people to make laws. There exists a whole science, even more ancient, mendacious, and confused than political economy, the servants of which, in the course of centuries, have written millions of books, for the most part contradicting one another, to answer these questions. But as the aim of the science, as of political economy, is not to explain what now is and what ought to be, but rather to prove that what now is, is what ought to be, it happens that in this science of jurisprudence, we find very many dissertations about rights, about object and subject, about the idea of a state, and other such matters, which are unintelligible both to the students and to the teachers of the science. But we get no clear reply to the question, what is legislation? According to science, legislation is the expression of the will of the whole people. But as those who break the laws, or who wish to break them, and only refrain from doing so through fear of being punished, are always more numerous than those who wish to carry out the code, it is evident that legislation can certainly not be considered as the expression of the will of the whole people. For instance, there are laws about not injuring telegraph posts, about showing respect to certain people, about each man performing military service, or serving as a juryman, about not taking certain goods beyond a certain frontier, or about not using land considered to be the property of someone else, about not making money tokens, not using articles which are considered to be the property of others, and about many other matters. All these laws and many others are extremely complex, and may have been passed for most diverse motives, but not one of them expresses the will of the whole people. There is but one characteristic common to all these laws, namely that if any man does not fulfill them, those who have made these laws will send armed men, and the armed men will beat, deprive of freedom, or even kill the man who does not obey the law. If a man does not wish to give, as taxes, such part of the produce of his labors as is demanded of him, armed men will come and take from him what is demanded, and if he resists, he will be beaten, deprived of freedom, and sometimes even killed. The same will happen to a man who begins to make use of land considered to be the property of another. The same will happen to a man who makes use of things he wants to satisfy his requirements, or to facilitate his work, if these things are considered to be the property of someone else. Armed men will come, and will deprive him of what he has taken, and, if he resists, they will beat him, deprive him of liberty, or even kill him. The same thing will happen to anyone who will not show respect to those whom it is decreed that we are to respect, and to him who will not obey the demand that he should go as a soldier, or who makes money tokens. For every non-fulfillment of the established laws, there is punishment. The offender is subjected, by those who make the laws, to blows, to confinement, or even to loss of life. Many constitutions have been devised, beginning with the English and the American, and ending with the Japanese and the Turkish, according to which people are to believe that all laws established in their country are established at their desire. But everyone knows that not in despotic countries only, but also in the countries nominally most free, England, America, France, and others, the laws are made not by the will of all, but by the will of those who have power, and therefore always and everywhere are such as are profitable to those who have power, be they many or few or only one man. Everywhere and always, 
the laws are enforced by the only means that has compelled and still compels some people to obey the will of others i e by blows by deprivation of liberty and by murder there can be no other way it cannot be otherwise for laws are demands to execute certain rules and to compel some people to obey certain rules i e to do what other people want of them can only be effected by blows by deprivation of liberty and by murder if there are laws there must be the force that can compel people to obey them and there is only one force that can compel people to obey rules i e to obey the will of others and that is violence not the simple violence which people use to one another in moments of passion but the organized violence used by people who have power in order to compel others to obey the laws they the powerful have made in other words to do their will and so the essence of legislature does not lie in subject or object in rights or in the idea of the dominion of the collective will of the people or in other such indefinite and confused conditions but it lies in the fact that people who wield organized violence have power to compel others to obey them and do as they like so that the exact and irrefutable definition of legislation intelligible to all is that laws are rules made by people who govern by means of organized violence for non-compliance with which the non-complier is subjected to blows to loss of liberty or even to being murdered this definition furnishes the reply to the question what is it that renders it possible for people to make laws the same thing makes it possible to establish laws as enforces obedience to them namely organized violence end of chapter 12 recording by aj mishinsky